0: I've been playing outdoors since I was a kid, standing by the front door at around two years old, hollering, side, side, trying to get my mom to let me go play outside. Now, after 30-plus years working in the outdoor business, I'm dropping insider conversations every week with brand leaders, guides, marketers, CEOs, and others that make the outdoor business a trillion-dollar juggernaut that drives product innovation, revenue, and public policy for everything outdoors. I'm Rick Says, Welcome to the Outdoor Biz Podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's going on guys? Welcome to today's episode of the green industry podcast. We're going to chat today about how to avoid burnout as an entrepreneur. Now the crowd that listens to this show, you guys are go getters. And so you don't have the issue that many of those around us have of maybe being lazy or or apathetic or complacent or things like that. I, uh, you know, and messaging back and forth and, and meeting folks and and, and realizing uh, there's a lot of Mitchell Gordy's out there. There's a lot of Andy Mulders out there that are just ready to roll up the sleeves and uh, get out to work and uh, make something happen and create something. And the tendency that folks like us have is we can bite off more than we can chew and we can put too much on our plate. And it's not necessarily too much bad stuff. It's just, we can get over ambitious and, and we get ideas and we want to take action and execute on those ideas. I'm very thankful for Mr. Producer. There's a a new golden opportunity that I have. And uh, you know, it'd be a a good idea, right? Make a lot of money, um, theoretically. And I, uh, you know, Mr. Producer is just wise, he's like, you know, Paul, you you need to really slow down here. <laughs> Settle down, buddy, and, and really concentrate on on what you currently are doing with you know with success. And if you're going to add on to what you're doing do it very meticulously and carefully so we're going to talk all about this today avoiding burnout as an entrepreneur because sometimes we can just get burnout and uh, we just got too many um irons in the fire we have too much going on in our life and inevitably it it just catches up with us and when there's only x amount of you know time to give to these um opportunities that we're pursuing. That's just too, too overwhelming. And so I had three conversations, Marty, with, um, three different people in about a two day period. And, uh, you know, folks were just saying, man, Paul, I'm absolutely exhausted. I'm burnout. And, um, so I was sitting there listening to him thinking, well, you know what? I kind of am too. So <laughs> not to, not to be debbed a downer here, but, um, we're going to talk about today guys and, and how we can, uh, avoid burnout as an entrepreneur want to say thank you to today's episode sponsor. That's our friends at Rainbird. With the Rainbird Bird quick pair technology and their mobile app, you will have instant access to customize a watering schedule from anywhere. That's right. You don't have to be, you know, hutched over in the garage, all sweaty up against the, the siding in the garage there and set the water schedule. You can actually do it from uh, the Maldives Uh, Is that a place over there in Indian Ocean, Marty? I I look at all these luxury vacations, you know, in in faith. Like, hey, one day I'm going to go to these nice places. But uh, you could be there and you could be taking care of your water as well. Rainbird makes it that simple with their mobile app, their quick pair technology, and uh, this um, breakthrough in technology with the new RC2 controller. Thanks again to our friends at Rainbird for sponsoring today's episode. Four tips I'm going to actually share today, Marty, of how to avoid burnout as an entrepreneur. And the first tip, and I'm sharing this, guys, from a place of I'm in it. This isn't something that I've, you know. For example, Marty. If, uh, and by the way, Mister Producer is nicknamed Marty. Guys asked me, Jarvis texted me the other day, "Who's this guy? Here? You're talking to? Him. Who's Marty? Who's Mister Producer. You're talking? What, what's going on here?" And uh, we're slowly but surely getting Mister Producer to maybe be on camera one day. And, uh, he, he, he pops on this side of the takeout window once or twice a year, but uh, he is real guys. Okay. He's, he, he hosts about, uh, 13 or four. Uh, don't be bashful, but he, he, he hosts about 13 or 14 podcasts. I believe I, I, I lose track. Uh, I'm listening to a new podcast and I hear Mr. Producer's voice. So, um, he's all over the place, but anyway, what's interesting. Uh, point number one is to study your story. What's interesting about the NFL guys is they go out on Sunday and they play the game and then Monday or Tuesday, I think it's Monday. They they review how they performed, and so before they move on to Cincinnati, a little Bill Belichick press conference inside joke there for maybe one person got it, but before they're on to Cincinnati, they review how they played against the the, the Browns. Right? They they review how the previous performance was, and so what I like to do, and I, I literally have been doing this today is to study my story. When I get burnout, when I get overwhelmed, when I get that kind of weight in the in my shoulders, where I just literally physically feel a burden on my life because I got to do this, I got to do that. And and it's a lot of it's well-meaning, guys. A lot of it is we have integrity and we want to serve our customers. And so because we have a commitment to our customers, we want to do a job well done and really impress them. The problem is not only are we trying to impress customer A, but we're also trying to impress customer B, C, D, and E, F, G, while customer H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P is in the queue of, of wanting us to do work and it becomes a juggling act. And that's why we preach all the time about having the proper efficiencies and systems and processes in place. And so number one is to study our story. When we get overwhelmed, why? What, what is causing us to get burnout? What is causing us stress? What is causing us anxiety to actually ponder, to actually focus, to actually think through and pinpoint what's causing the pain. And that's going to lead me into point number two, and that's to connect to the, connect to the right people and disconnect from the toxic folk. Because as we start to study our story, and if, if, if we really do this, when I look back for round numbers, I'll say, I'll look back over the last 10 years of my life. When I think of those seasons where I had the most stress, I had the most physical fatigue and and tiredness. I was just watching, there's a guy I watch on YouTube and he had made a little community post and basically was saying, Hey guys, I'm having health issues. And it was, it was, it was actually a really well-written post, but he was explaining that he's burnout. He has health issues because he's been doing too much. And the reason he's got health issues is because he's been doing too much and he connected all the dots. So anyway, as we study our story and I've personally looked back on the last 10 years and I look at the worst moments of, of the last 10 years of my life, aside from, you know, a few, uh, you know, deaths and things like that, of course that you're going to be grieving and sad when, when, when a loved one passes, but I'm talking about other situations just where I felt in the weeds. I felt overwhelmed each time guys, I realized I was connected to the wrong people in that season. In one situation, and I'm not going to name names and tell the story for the sake of time, Marty. But um, there was a situation where I did a project for a man that I should have never done business for. This fella, he just he was just out to to make my life difficult. And then there was other people that ripped me off where I hired them for services, and they they did not meet or come close to meeting the expectations for what I thought I was paying for and what I was receiving. There's a big chasm and discrepancy, and so I could go through. And I I literally do this when I think and meditate on the past of my life. When I say meditate, I don't mean go sit out in a tree and listen to music and what whatever. No, I'm talking about like like concentrate. Okay, over the last year of my life, what went well? What didn't go well? For what didn't go well, why? So I can make that change in the future. What did go well? Was there a way I could I could pour. Um, oil on that? Is there a way I can um, double down on that? Is there a way I can put the foot on the gas pedal and go even stronger towards that? So doubling and tripling down on our strengths and acknowledging our weaknesses. And again, when I say study your story, what I found is I study my story and I get really deep into those moments that were difficult. They were difficult because of people that I was connected to that were toxic folks. And so as we look in the current moment, maybe, maybe you're listening and you're burnout. Maybe you're listening and and life is jolly. You got more money than you've ever had and and business is booming and relationships are healthy. Praise God. That's great. I'm I'm happy for you, but I know the ebbs and flows of being an entrepreneur and and just being as creative as many of you guys are and as hard working as, as like I mentioned, Andy Motor or Mitchell Gordy, those guys are, are just um, examples of what it what it looks like to go work and, and, and to, to get it done. And so because of, of that's our, a lot of our personalities and drive, we need to avoid burnout. We need to, we need to be aware of these situations and circumstances. So study your story, connect to the right people, disconnect from the toxic folk. And uh, coming up, we're going to have point three and four on how to avoid burnout as an entrepreneur.
2: ever wish every day was donut friday us too but we can't help with that talk with one of our fleet advisors no pressure no hassle call 1-844-996-2518 or visit gpstrackit.com slash paul to learn more gps track it.
0: Don't forget to grab your ticket to attend Equip Expo in Louisville, Kentucky, this October 18th through 21st. Use my name, Paul, and you'll save 50% off. The Equip Exposition is the event of the year for those who work in our line of work. There is no better trade show to test before you invest in new products, innovations, and even ideas for your business. You can talk to the teams behind the most useful machines, Products and technology that we use daily, and then test drive them for yourself in the nearly 30 acre outdoor demo yard. With 25 plus education sessions, two nights of free concerts, and networking with thousands of pro landscapers, this show is the future of your business. Register at equipexposition.com. Hey, you, yeah, you.
1: Start your journey from simply earning money to creating a long lasting source of income today by scheduling a free 15 minute phone call at thelandscapingbookkeeper.com.
0: Hi, this is Jason with
2: House Landscaping. I used Paul's price increase letter this off season in February, sent it
0: out to all my clients for a minimum 10% increase and was able to get a 100% acceptance rate from all my lawn maintenance clients. It's a great decision to uh, raise your prices on a yearly basis. You can pick up the price increase letter at greenindustrypodcast.com. All righty, continuing the conversation about how to avoid burnout as an entrepreneur. This next one stings a little bit, guys, uh, because it's been a challenge for me. One of those things, I know what I ought to do, but it's the matter of doing it, right? It's like you want to get a flat abs, you want to get a six pack. Well, you know, you probably shouldn't be eating pizza every night and fast food and things of that nature and eating clean and exercising and going to the gym and getting plenty of rest, et cetera, et cetera. So you know what you ought to do. The hard part is doing that. And so how to avoid burnout as an entrepreneur, tip number three is to take one day off per week. I mean, unplug. And so there was a season, guys, where I did not adhere to this wisdom. And I stupidly worked seven days a week. And the reason I did that, and I'm not justifying my stupidity, but my lawn care business, I gave out a full five days and I still didn't get everything done most weeks. But then on Saturdays and Sundays, I had a radio station job here in Atlanta where I would go to a a radio station from midnight. Pardon me from, well, I used to do midnight. That's why I said that my brain thought that, but this actual shift was on Saturdays from um, noon till 9 PM. I was there nine man hours in the studio uh doing my show, pre-recording another show. And then I actually produced a hip hop show, uh, which was a lot of fun. And uh so anyway, and sometimes I'd even be there till midnight. It just depended on the week. So it was either there nine to 12 hours, noon to midnight, or most weeks it was noon to nine. Crazy. Then on Sundays, right back at it, noon to six. And then Monday mornings, you know, started work and, and, and work, you know, traditional Monday through Friday, cutting that grass, making that cash, flinging mulch, putting it in sod, uh, you know, doing the deal, build, building um, landscapes, you know, gutting yards, starting from scratch, doing those projects. But then when the weekend rolled around, it was broadcasting time. It, it was, yeah, what's that? Marty excellent at broadcasting. And uh, you, you got a lot of shout outs on this show, Mr. Producer, but that's actually where I got connected with Mr. Producer. So um, that really was cool um, to see how that has um, impacted our careers, you know, over time. But the point that I'm trying to make was in that season – I was tremendously fatigued. I was, this is how I explained it to my friend that I was talking to recently. Have you ever seen the boat where the guy's driving the boat, captain, captain (laughs) Jean, whoever's driving the boat and they got a little raft connected to the back of the boat and they're, they're pulling the raft and the the kids or whoever on the raft and you're, you're, you're having fun. Well, that's how I felt that I was on the raft and I wasn't in control of my own life. Like Wherever the captain went, I went. But the goal is I want to be in that captain's chair, so to speak. I want to be in control. I want to be calling the shots. I want to be making the decisions that impact my life rather than just continuously being in reaction mode. Because by the time I started working landscaping on Monday morning, I was already putting out fires from the previous week and then, you know, getting started for the week and then weather issues, all kinds of things were coming up. And then when I got to Friday afternoon, I was... Doggone exhausted. I mean, I'm just going to shoot straight. I was tired. I was worn out. And then Saturdays and Sundays was not a time of rejuvenation or rest or recovery. It was, I'd show up at the station and I would be, you know, mentally just thinking, how in the world am I going to make it till 9 p.m.? But it's like, well, if I could just make it to 1 p.m., then I can make it to two and I would just, I would just um, get through it somehow. So, short story long, I, my body just was breaking down on me to where I realized this is this is just I cannot do it. And one of the toughest decisions I ever made, this was um April 5th, 2020. I, I remember the date. because um, I wrote a very professional letter. And let me say this: if you ever transition from a company, do it with grace, do it with professionalism, do it with two-week notice, do it with respect. Um, but I I did put in a two-week notice. Uh, I wrote a very thoughtful letter and and um, you know communicated my gratitude and appreciation for the opportunity because it really was life changing. Everything I learned about broadcasting I learned at that radio station. There's no way the Green Industry Podcast would reach the uh, success that this show has had um, if it wasn't for that training of Mister Producer and, and getting connected, all that. So, a hey, long, long story short. I don't want to. I don't want to get uh, sidetracked. I transitioned from the station, which freed me up to to actually have a day off. And now the hard part is that I have the margin in my schedule where I can take a day off is to truly take a day off. And I try to not, on that day of rest, I try not to get on Instagram. I try not to check my email. I try to shut it down. Like literally, I, I turn my computer off and I do not turn it on one time that day. And the brain chemicals of routine of grabbing your phone and opening up Instagram or whatever app you open up, whether it's YouTube or TikTok, it's so um, common in my my brain and my fingers that I'll be on my Sabbath day and sometimes I'll ac- accidentally hit it and I'm like, oh, what am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? And I, you know, I'll log off immediately, um, but it's just out of habit. So I say this, and you guys can keep me accountable. I've been trying to to keep my day off, and and um, I personally use Saturday. So kind of Friday when the sun down goes down, the Saturday when the sun goes down. Typically, now if I travel or something, I'm going to switch it up. But I typically make that my schedule, my scheduled day off. You can't just willy nilly. Ah, oh, well, you know, it might rain next next uh next month on Tuesday. It might rain. I'll take a day off. No picking a, pick your, pick your day. Is it, is it Saturday or is it Sunday? I think those are probably the most two practical days to do it. Not, I'm not saying take two days off. Um, I personally like the six one, but Hey, whatever floats your boat. Some people like the five two. work, work as hard as you can for five days, take two days off. I mean, if that's what works for you where I'm at right now with, with everything I have in, in the works, I got to put in six days. Uh, it's just where my life is an entrepreneur right now. I, I need a strong, healthy six days, but I'm publicly sharing with the world. Keep me accountable that I do take that one day to just rest, to have no agenda, no plan. I even try not to do too much commerce or if any at all on that day. Meaning, mean, you know, I try not to go to the grocery store or the whatever store. I just try to rest, not get on the computer, not get on social media, rest. Whether that's just sleeping in, taking extra naps, rest rejuvenate, recover, get outside, do something, you know, fun and, and, and healing. Um, and so anyway, I'm at about, uh, I'd probably get myself benefit that. I'm probably at, uh, 60, 40 on this, meaning most weeks I success six out of 10 times I do it. And, um, it's, it's really helped, but I, I'm trying to improve even more. So I'll leave point three right there. Take one day of rest a week and uh, get that margin back that vitality that rejuvenating that healing by having a day where we just rest. And then Sunday morning when I wake up it's time to rock and roll. It's time to time to get to work. And um it's always is better when I'm when I'm fully fully you know I, at or near 100% kicking off the work week. Number 4 and that is to raise our prices. So For my personal story, there's a humongous correlation when I underpriced my services and then I got burnt out. How that happens is I make a commitment to a customer. I'm going to do this service for this price. And then I feel the responsibility to follow through and to do what I said I'm going to do, which is good. But the problem is if the price isn't good, then you're doing this work. And there's literally an emotional weight to it, knowing that, man, I could be getting paid more for my time right now. And usually what happening is in the backdrop, I have all these other inquiries and interests and opportunities. And I'm giving my time and integrity to fulfill my commitment to the customer that I have where the price was too low. So you do enough of those and you get on enough monthly profit meetings with uh, Megan and Joey Coberly. Those are my personal bookkeepers and an old uh, Sheila. And I, I start realizing my numbers need to get higher. Well, what happens psychologically? I'm telling you guys, this is just, tr- just trust me. If, if, you, if you don't believe me, once you do it, you'll know what I'm talking about. Once I raised my prices and I'm talking, raise my prices to where a lot of people, some people wouldn't even email me back. They'd get so mad. They're like, that's ah, ridiculous. You know, if they did email me back, you know, I had one attorney lady, she, she emailed me, um, that she was going in another direction or whatever. And then she literally sent me a separate email. She's like, and by the way, your price is, is too high. It's ridiculous. Blah, 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 blah. Then that's a whole other side story. But I just quoted her. It was only 150 bucks. Mo is Trimble, 150 bucks. And I could tell she's going to be a pain in the butt. So I even add a little, you know, I got the 150 bucks and she didn't like that too much. But um, I'm sure someone was out there probably for 45, who knows what they charge. But anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. Here's the psychological, emotional point. You charge more, you get the job. Okay. Because you're doing all kinds of other things to, to get the person to know, like, and trust you with your reputation, whatever. They're like, let's do it. And you're getting paid a lot of money. You show up to that job excited. You show up to that job ready to crush it. And, and I'm telling you, you can do the same, you can be in the same neighborhood, working, you know, say the same type of grass or whatever your, your, your service you're doing. And your emotions can be different depending on how much you're getting paid for the job. Well, who sets the prices in your business? A person in the mirror, unless you're a bigger business, maybe you have a sales team. But my point is from experience, from experience, the more money I'm getting paid, emotionally, there's something different about the way I just view that transaction and my end of, of, of serving the customer well, there, there's a, a grace to it when our prices are, you know, where we're happy. We're, we're like, you know what? I feel very thankful to get paid this fee for this service. So I'm going to leave it at that. A uh, quick summary and I'm sure there's um, more um, that I, you know, that I could add to the list. And uh, if you guys have your thoughts, you know, feel free to um, message me because um, I, I could always make future episodes about this. Um, like I said, I talked to three people in two days that were all telling me they're burnt out and they're all super ambitious entrepreneurs. I'm not talking they're burnt because they play video games all day and their eyes are burning. I'm talking they're burnout because they're trying to serve people and there's just running out of time. Uh, study your story, connect to the right people, take one day of rest and raise your prices. What I can't help you with is taking one day of rest. You got to have the discipline to do that. You got to have the discernment to know who to connect to. And and when you recognize the people you need to disconnect to doing that wisely, you got to study your own story. Um, I'd be happy to do a coaching call with you or or study the story with you, but you know your story better than anyone else. And, And turning off Instagram and TikTok and YouTube and the TV and and sitting on the back porch or sitting in your office or even in the truck, you know, just be quiet and think and study that story that you have and recognize why did you get burnt out when you did? What can we do different moving forward? And then if you need help with the raising your prices, check out the Resource Center at Guys, we have a template where you can plug and play in your information and send that to your customers. It's written very effectively to let your customers know that their price is going up and it's super 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 successful it's about as close to 100 percent success as you can get um, folks from all over this country are having success sending that out and actually all over the world now that now i think about it but nevertheless you have to raise your prices and if you need help with the reoccurring customers check out our price increase letter at the resource center at the green industry you can go there very simply clicking on the link in today's show notes well guys i gotta get rolling like i said i got a lot going on in this season of my life we just moved um to the new studio and, and there's still things where i got all kind of cables and yeah mr producer and i are texting back and forth i, I literally looking on my desk and i got four different boxes of connecting cables and capture cards and all of this stuff so um I'm almost there, but thanks for listening to today's show, guys. Smash that follow button. Hope to catch you on the next episode. Please go raise your prices. Get that price increase letter template and get that sent out. Go make some more money. Thanks for listening.
1: This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.